the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I believe I have discovered something that I previously thought was impossible. No, it's not a cure for cancer or anything like that. I have found a way to get Joe Biden to tell the truth. I have. If you can get Joe Biden on tape talking about a situation that prevailed under Donald Trump, and has now gotten worse under Joe Biden. And you play the sound from Joe Biden talking about it under Trump, you will get Joe Biden to tell you the truth about how inept Joe Biden is at doing what he accused Trump of doing so poorly. Uh, Here is Joe Biden back during the campaign talking about a food shortage problem which we now have under Joe Biden. Imagine if hiding in the basement campaign Joe Biden, his words then applied to now. I think you'd find them remarkably on the money. We don't have a food shortage problem. We have a leadership problem. We have plenty of food. It's being plowed under. You've got euthanizing cattle and pigs. They're out there making sure that they're pouring thousands of gallons of milk under the ground. It's not a food shortage, a lack of leadership, a lack of leadership. And the leadership goes across the board. One of the reasons why those processing plants aren't open is because they're not safe for people to work in those plants. Well, that's where he goes a little wacko on the whole COVID thing and all that. But, you know, uh, for instance, how many times did he say that every single death from COVID was the president's fault. Now we have, with vaccines as opposed to without vaccines, more COVID deaths. And while I don't think it's the fault of the president, I'll cut this addled, mush-brain idiot a break and not pin it on him. I do think it'd be funny if somebody would use his words against him. Because that was spot on. It is a leadership problem, right? Now, ironically enough, This almost works for all Democrats. Take Virginia gubernatorial candidate Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe is out with a new campaign ad two weeks out from his election in Virginia against Glenn Youngkin. Now listen, I'm going to temper my expectations for Virginia. I think a lot lot of people are building up Glenn Youngkin's chances when, to me, he still does not have a very— viable chance of winning the governorship of Virginia. But if he does win it in a state where they've not had a Republican governor since 2009, 
then you'll know the Democrats are in some serious doo-doo. We already have a ton of them retiring from the House because they don't want to serve as a minority member of a committee. And probably a lot of these old geezers who are saying they're not going to run in 2022 are afraid they just flat out lose, even though they've been on the career plan for decades. But I think Terry McAuliffe with a five-point lead over Yunkin, McAuliffe's going to win that. I got my hopes up on Gavin Newsom being recalled in California and Larry Elder being the governor of California. And while that was a delicious possibility to contemplate, I felt foolish at the end when it didn't come even close to happening. Yunkin trails by five points in the polls. They say, oh, it's within the margin of victory. So it'd have to go all the way to Yunkin? Now, here's one number that is positive for Yunkin. So far in Virginia, early voting is 408,000. That's 30% at this point, two weeks out from the election, of what it was in the presidential election, when, of course, the Democrats stuffed the ballot box and, you know, had little kids in inner city schools making ballots and checking Joe Biden's name on them, only to count them officially later on. Yes, I'm kidding, YouTube, Google, anybody else from big tech who's listening, but only a little. So McAuliffe makes this colossal blunder a couple weeks ago when in a debate with Yunkin, he says, yeah, I don't think parents should have a say in what their kids are taught in schools, which is like the stupidest thing you could say. If you're trying to lose from a head, that's how you do it. And Yunkin, like right away, said, thank you very nicely. I'll make a campaign ad out of that. I'll pound that till it's flatter than a penny on a railroad track. So, Now McAuliffe, two weeks out, has to do what no politician wants to do. He has to mention his opponent's name in his own campaign ad. That's a really bad thing to do. But he has to do it because he has to say Yunkin is lying about him. Well, he's not lying about him. So uh, here is a portion of uh, McAuliffe's. uh, This is this is. This is a portion of McAuliffe's ad, and I added in, for context, my new trick to get Democrats to tell the truth, which is play their own words from a previous press conference or uh, interaction with the public. As parents, Dorothy and I have always been involved in our kids' education. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. We know good schools depend on involved parents. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. That's why I want you to hear this from me. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Glenn Youngkin's taking my words out of context. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. I've always valued the concerns of parents. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I'm Terry McCall, candidate for governor, and I sponsored this ad because working together, we can give our kids the education they deserve. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. That's the real Terry McCall. He's lying. But this is the dilemma you get into when you hand your, how can I say this tastefully? (laughs) I probably can't. When you hand over your authenticity, I'll say, to the teachers unions, you cannot complain. You do not get to complain when they put them 
put your authenticity uh, protected by a jock strap in your jo- when they put it in a vice. And that's what te- he has to say that. I don't think parents should tell teachers what they should teach. Here's Terry McAuliffe on charter schools. It is a Donald Trump, Betsy DeVos plan of moving money from public to private. I will never allow that as government. Whoops. Um, inner city voters want their kids in charter schools. How long's the waiting list at KIPP? The uber successful charter school for African-American kids? Why is there a waiting list for KIPP? Thousands of students long. Why is KIPP expanding the size of its campus on the near east side of Columbus? Because it's successful and because it grows. Because what do they have at KIPP? Oh, they have discipline. Oh, they have instruction. They have accountability. Oh, a bunch of old antiquated teaching methods. Yeah, funny. Now parents can't wait to get their kids into KIPP. They're turning cartwheels and loving it to get their kids into KIPP. But Terry McAuliffe, uh, speaking for all Democrats whose nads are in the clutches of the teachers' union's vice. It is a Donald Trump, Betsy DeVos plan of moving money from public to private. I will never allow that as government. Notice he didn't say it's a Donald Trump, Betsy DeVos plan that doesn't work, that parents don't like, that kids don't excel in. Notice he didn't say that because he knows he can't say that because he knows that's another lie. Speaking of lies... Liar-in-Chief Jen Psaki at the podium yesterday. I didn't talk about this yesterday because I didn't fully understand it. I don't like to talk about things I didn't fully understand. But China has apparently lapped us about eight times on military technology with a hypersonic missile, which is something that you can fly about five times the speed of sound. You can enter it into Earth's orbit, put a nuclear warhead on it, and you can't track it with anti-ballistic missile technology. So we have most of our anti-ballistic missile technology in Alaska because the thought was, oh, who's going to launch a ballistic missile against the United States of America? It's going to be Russia. So we'll just iron dome it, shoot those bad boys out of the sky before they can get to the United States of America, the continental U.S., or anywhere else. One problem, China, while we've been talking about how they're, you know, they're not, they're not our enemy. They're competition. They're competition, remember? Mark Milley said that. Joe Biden said that. Now Jen Psaki saying the same thing. It's all friendly competition. It is a Donald Trump Betsy. Oh, I was thinking Terry wanted to get the floor one more time. Here's a uh, little red lying hood. Comment on reports that China tested a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile over the summer. To the surprise of U.S. officials, are you accurate? And do these raise concerns about China's nuclear capability? Uh, well, I know General uh, uh, Secretary Austin, I should say, uh, was asked this question this morning and addressed it, uh, but I'm not going to comment on the specific report. I can say and e- would echo what he said, which is generally speaking, we've made clear our concerns about the military capabilities that the PRC continues to pursue. 
uh, and we have been consistent in our approach with China. Uh, we welcome stiff competition, but do we not? We don't do not want that competition to veer into conflict, and that is certainly what we convey privately as well. We welcome stiff competition. Actually, no, we don't welcome stiff competition from a military adversary who would like to be supplanting us as the preeminent world power and military power. No, we don't really want any competition in that regard, Jen. See, Chinese military armaments are not like an international soccer friendly where who wins really doesn't matter. And it's not like the World Series where it's best four out of seven. It's sudden death overtime. And the first team to score wins. But we have people in control of our government now who are so asleep at the switch, maybe because they're reading books by Ibram X. Kendi trying to understand white rage. Meanwhile, Xi Jinping is flying hypersonic missiles around the Earth, launching nuclear warheads that land within a couple dozen miles of their target. And we're going, wow, how did they do that? Because we welcome friendly competition. Idiots. We are led by idiots. Zealots and morons. We are. Idiots, zealots, and morons. They are in charge. So the Democrats are worried about the Virginia governor's race because uh, they don't need the embarrassment of having a blue state uh, flip red in the governor's uh, mansion. I guess maybe they feel like uh, maybe maybe their electioneering operation needs the cover of the Virginia governorship. I don't know. But they're uh, pulling out. Most of the stops. Typically, you say they're pulling out all the stops. They're not pulling out all the stops because all of the stops would include having Joe Biden go campaign for Terry McAuliffe in Virginia. But of course, having a guy come in with a 39% approval rating, probably not a good idea. So they are having uh, Stacey Abrams, which, by the way, what does it tell you about the Democratic Party and the lack of depth? on their bench, that one of their main motivators, I guess, somebody they fly in around the country <laughs> to get crowds excited to vote, is Stacey Abrams, whose political claim to fame is that she refuses to acknowledge that she lost the Virginia governor's race, the, the, the Georgia governor's race, to a zonk like Brian Kemp. By 50,000 votes. As Trump would say, not close. 50,000 votes. 50,000. And she's like the hype man? Hi, Stacey Abrams here. I continue to refuse to believe that I lost the Georgia governor's race to a zero like Brian Kemp. Uh, but that's what she does. She goes around. So she was in Virginia stumping for Terry McAuliffe. Uh, Jill Biden, next to Dr. Pepper and Dr. Scholes, 
the greatest doctor ever. Jill Biden was there. Obama is going to be there. And 300, 300, that's a lot. 300 churches. I hate the term black churches, but churches where most of the congregants are, uh, the parishioners are black. 300 of them, last Sunday or this Sunday, will hear a video message from Kamala Harris. Now, did I imagine the criticism from the left about evangelical supporting Donald Trump? Did I, did I invent that in my head, or did that really happen? I think that really happened, right? Like, oh, look at you evangelicals supporting Donald Trump. Yes, imagine that. Evangelical Christians supporting the only candidate who's promised to protect unborn children. Woo! Controversial. But I didn't get a Donald Trump campaign message on my jumbotron at my church. I didn't hear of anyone else who did either. It would have been weird, inappropriate, and I would say a violation of the uh, 501c3 parameters of a church to play a campaign message from Donald Trump. So how do these churches in Virginia, 300 of them, get away with playing a message from Kamala Harris? Is Kamala couching her endorsement of Terry McAuliffe in some way, shape, or form? Is she talking about you know, certain values that they have, and I'm really glad you're in church today, and, you know, there are candidates who support what we believe in, but I can't mention their name. I can see, like, maybe that's how they work around it. No. This is what Kamala Harris said on a message. Creepy message played in a church. 300 churches before the governor's race is contested. Here's what she said. As you know, this is an important election coming up Tuesday, November 2nd, and early voting is already underway. I believe that my friend Terry McAuliffe is the leader Virginia needs at this moment. So early voting has started, and this is the first year you can vote on Sunday. So please vote after today's service. And if you cannot vote today, make a plan to go vote. And after you vote, please tell every soul you know that it's so important they vote. I would love to see Glenn Youngkin win this race and then go revoke every single one of their 501c3 allowances for permitting that nonsense to be played in their churches. And I would say the exact same thing about any church that plays a pro-Republican message for a specific candidate, not a pro-life message, You can play a pro-life message. That's a Christian message. There's nothing Christian about that message from Kamala Harris. But there's nothing Christian about Kamala Harris either. Nor Terry McAuliffe. Nor I would say, hmm, should I put an M on this word or not? Any Democrats or many Democrats? I guess I should be safe and say many Democrats. But I would love to have a conversation with any Democrat who thinks you can be an authentic Christian 
and support candidates who advocate for the murder of unborn children. Not possible. Intractable position, Bruce? Yes. Yes, it is. Proud to hold it. Always will hold it. Don't mind being defined by it. Legalistic? Maybe. Career? uh, Correct? Yes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.